time for Samantha to lock the studio door and play whatever the heck she wants. Now that's what I call All-American. Rock around the region. A full hour of kick-ass music from bands rocking the Southeast. Everything that rocks. C97.5. Let's go, let's go, me choking on words that go unspoken, sick and tired of walking the line. I'm clawing and I'm scratching, burning and I'm crushing, jumping through your rings of fire. Z97.5, getting it started with the other L.A. and Wild Animal. Big weekend for that band. They actually were up in Cadet, Wisconsin, getting to play Rockfest, which is one of the biggest festivals out there. Probably second only to Louder Than Life in Louisville, as far as I'm concerned. But yeah, they got to play Rockfest over the weekend. Pretty damn awesome. They are also hitting the road with Lydia Can't Breathe for some shows. Tonight on this show, going to get you hooked up with Lydia's Castle. Part one of our conversation comes your way 
This is uh, one of the most fun, most fascinating interviews that I have done. Uh, so we're going to start talking with Lydia's Castle tonight. You're also going to hear from Blackstone Cherry. Got an update on a band that I just started playing on Rock Around the Region a few weeks back and what's going on with them. It's not good. Also got a throwback from Awaken, some Gravel Switch, and Goodbye June. This band currently on tour in Europe playing a bunch of big festivals to some amazingly huge crowds. Very excited for them. Their new album, See Where the Night Goes, is out now, and that's where you'll find this one. Three chords. It's Goodbye June on Rock Around the Region on Z97.5. Church stage. They passed the hat. That was all he was paid. He was a dying breed. Long before his day. Oh. Mm. Lights came up and he brought him to tears. They run the aisle, talking tongues in the cheek. They asked him how we did it. His response was the same.
rock around the region with Samantha Knight. Everything that rocks. C97.5.
Rock around the region on Z97.5. Gold, frankincense, and myrrh. It is the three sisters out of Jacksonville, Florida. Their new song and the title to a brand new EP that they just dropped. That's called Framing My Perception. I am Samantha Knight. Earlier today, these guys drove three and a half hours from Knoxville, Tennessee, just to come hang out with me for an hour to chit-chat. Um, always a great time with them. Hilarity. Uh, we talked about a lot of stuff. We talked about uh, new music. We talked about Stranger Things. We talked about Waffle House. We talked about some questionable substances and of course a new EP that they have got on the way. That conversation will be coming in just a few weeks to rock around the region. In the meantime, let's check out the first of five brand new songs that will be on this forthcoming EP. This is Broken Side Cartographer.
It's Rock Around the Region with Samantha Knight. Everything that rocks. Z97.5.
Rock around the region on Z97.5 out of Nashville, Tennessee. That is Backhand Blue and Goodbye Note. They are going to be in town for one final show at the warehouse coming up on the 23rd. That is this coming Saturday. And they will be there with Lydia's Castle, who happens to be my guest this week. Finally getting this band in studio. We had it scheduled once. We got our, our lines of communication and our days mixed up. I wasn't here. You were here. And I'm like, no, that was supposed to be yesterday. So we finally got it sorted out. Welcome to Lydia's Castle out of Nashville, Tennessee. Welcome, hey, what's everybody. Up? Thanks for having us. Thank Absolutely. You. So it's been fun because I, and I can't even remember right now who actually put your name in my ear. And like, you got to check out this band. You got to put them on Rock Around the Region. And fell in love with you guys immediately with your sound, with your voice, everything that was going on. It's very, very solid. And so then I was like, okay, when are you, when are you coming to Clarksville? I was like, I don't know. Well, now, now we're in Clarksville. We're going to be in Clarksville a whole lot before uh, the warehouse gets shut down, yep. which is great. Oh, yeah. And I feel bad, too, because it's like, you you know, a lot of bands in Clarksville want to branch out into Nashville and those other areas. And, and now it's like Nashville kind of has the same problem. There's not really a lot of rock clubs in, in Nashville anymore. And with the Cannery Roast shutting down now, too. So now those Nashville bands are like, let's come here. Yeah, it's right. it's becoming Hotel City. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, then, yeah, and then the venue's going to go away. So what do we do now? So I want to introduce uh, each and every one of you. Of course, uh, Miss Tanya, who you are, are here and talk right now. You were the front woman I am. of this band. And uh, Cody, say hello. Hello. Hello, Cody. <laughs> uh, Cody plays guitars, yes? Guitars. Guitars. The get fiddles. The get fiddles. And then uh, we've got John over here. Hi, John. Hi. You can't, yeah, you just can't nod. <laughs> like, hey, How what's are up? You? <laughs> John, of course, plays drums and uh, the newest member, Corey. You actually got to talk into that thing, Corey. We just talked Greetings. about this. And I know that we, uh, we've we met before. Refresh my brain because uh, you've been around here before. And Yeah, I'm from Clarksville, you know, played in bands like Just Off Main, Suppression. Suppression, uh, there it is. Uh, Awaken, you know. Oh, sorry, I had to hit your buttons on accident. That's okay. Yeah, yeah. No, just Come in here and just start pushing my buttons. Uh, I see I'm how you are. Huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nervous yeah. feeling. Growing up here in Clarksville, I of course played with bands based in Clarksville, so we've run into each other yeah. many times. And then I moved to Nashville in 2016, and yeah, then met these wonderful, wonderful mo- mother mothers. Father <laughs> <laughs> muckers. There we go. He was trying, man. He was trying. He was so trying. It's okay. I've got the uh, I've got the bleep button. Crossed. I can do it. I can do it. <laughs> So well, let's let's start then um, with you, Tanya, because first off, I mean, nobody in this band's name's Lydia. So who the hell is Lydia? And let's talk about her castle. <laughs> yeah, sure. So, uh, you know, Lydia's castle is uh, the name Lydia is just a special name to Cody and I. OK. And uh, going through tra- a tragic situation and having to rebuild ourselves and, you know, rebuild our new identity as people. Um, we ended up building Lydia's castle. So okay. part of the whole Lydia's castle thing is to show people that you can go through hard times tragic situations Mm -hmm. and that there's a light at the end of that tunnel very awesome very awesome so obviously you two have a little history then we do so Mm -hmm. cody's my husband okay (laughs) and just uh, a little bit yeah just a little bit (laughs) there's a ring involved or two Um, sweet (laughs) yeah but we've been together since we were 18 you know and um we decided to really kind of kick the project off around COVID, you know, being locked into a one bedroom, 800 square Oof. foot apartment. 
<laughs> Are there still rings? I mean, yeah, no, there's still rings. Yeah. So. <laughs> I spent twenty whole dollars on this thing. I'm not getting rid of it. You know, you, know, you guys get off easy with that. Like, Our ladies' selling. rings, very, very expensive. Dudes' yeah. rings, under hundred bucks. Yeah, I, I literally, <laughs> literally, it's like twenty two dollars on nice. Walmart. Yeah, and it's last me. Well, how long have we been married? Almost six years. At this uh, point. Wow. Yeah. yeah. What it, he said. It hasn't turned green or anything. No. no. Surprisingly, <laughs> I didn't yeah, put any fingernail polish or anything on it. It's like you can see the indention of like where I've never taken it off. Right. But, the yeah. little tan line too. Yeah. 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 So even if we got divorced or whatever, I would still technically be married because the intention is still in my <laughs> finger. His we do that on purpose. Green, right? yeah. but the actual ring is <laughs> not. <laughs> yeah. It starts growing into your skin. Yeah. My, finger, my finger has gained weight. Yeah. <laughs> I think we've all gone through that with COVID. <laughs> so you guys be being together. I mean, obviously you're high school sweethearts. If you were, if you started at 18. Nah, not high school. We didn't go to high school together, but oh. we were we were very young. We met in St. Louis, which is where I'm from. Okay. And uh, we were in separate rock bands at the time. So we just met through music and that's just been our entire lives. Wow. Yep. So how long did it take before the two of you decided to try and do stuff together? <laughs> like seven or eight years. Yeah. Really? yeah. Well, you know, the hard thing is like when you start writing music with somebody, it's kind of like learning another love language, sure. you know? And so it was a pretty frustrating time during COVID when we sat down to write because we were trying to understand how each other spoke when it came to um, executing you sure. know, our musical ideas. Mm-hmm. Uh, but after doing that for a couple months, it's just kind of like it caught fire and just the music just poured out of we us. We worked on it every single day. Every day. Whether it was 30 minutes here or a couple hours here or all night, you know, wow. whatever. We, we figured it out and we wrote some songs, made some demos and decided that we wanted to try you know, try finding some some members that hopefully fit and that are willing to invest their time. So what took you guys so long to decide to actually do music together? Then? Life. Yeah, uh, we yeah. just, we've been, you know, we were originally from St. Louis and then we moved up to Michigan then we moved down here and we, you know, we had other things that were going on in our lives at that point. Um, so we took, we took music off for a couple of years to kind of figure mm-hmm. that stuff out. Um, but we decided that we wanted to go to Nashville and we're musicians. We've been here for a couple of years and we're like, let's go ahead and do it. Now's a better time than ever. I mean, nobody's doing anything and we're not doing anything right. either. So let's write some songs. Was there a frustration that kicked in though? Because Nashville, that's, I mean, obviously music city. It's like everyone going to LA that wants to be a movie star. Everybody goes to Nashville because they want to be a rock star or a country star or whatever. And, and Nashville is so saturated yep. with, you know, all of those people with those big mm-hmm. dreams. And, and it seems like Nashville is more of a city for songwriters anymore. Like that's how you get paid in Nashville, either that or you're the cover band that's on Broadway. I like the idea of I like the idea of finding the musicians in Nashville mm-hmm. and then playing everywhere else. Sure. You know what I mean? Because everyone in Nashville, I it's mean, like shooting fish in a barrel. Look, they're yeah, everywhere. Yeah, there you go. All right. There's a million guitarists that are way better than I am. Uh, you know, but I, I, I like that. You know, Nash- Nashville is really great for that. It's great to play in Nashville mm-hmm. as well, of course. And the fact that Nashville is like saturated, you still have to find the right friends. You know? Sure. You can be swimming in a sea of guitar players or drummers, but eventually you're going to find one that you click with and yeah, you want to do it for the long haul. So, what was that so. like for you then, Corey? Because obviously you grew up here you were in bands here yeah. and so you've seen i mean it's it's 45 minutes apart as far right. as cities go but they're worlds apart as far as the culture and what's available to you yeah so what was it like for you to leave clarksville and go to nashville and start over oh i mean a, gr- uh, a girlfriend i had at the time was the reason i was uh-huh. in nashville all the time so you know <laughs> after that ended i stayed around and then you know i Waiting tables, you make friends, mm-hmm. in the music business, then eventually I'm getting little artist showcase gigs, and that eventually led to road gigs and then Broadway gigs. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm I make most of my income, you know, doing working musician stuff, but through mutual friends that you meet on the scene, 
that's how I got in touch with these guys. Was at another bass player I know's birthday party. So wow, okay. Yeah. And you, you've only been in for like a couple of weeks at this point, right? <laughs> a couple months. A couple months. Couple months. Three months. Three months. It feels like a couple weeks. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it feels like a couple of weeks ago Time that you flies, that you man. announced it. So yeah, it's it's. I mean, I know you're the, you're the newest one in.
around the region on Z97.5. Lydia's Castle, that one is called Phoenix, the band, my guest in studio right now. And just before we checked out the song, we were talking about you, Corey, and how you came into the band. Um, so I want to I want to do something here and, and go around the room. And of course, you know, before before I do all of this, because I want to get to know each of you and how, sure. you know, how you came up and what you listened to and what was your aha moment that sure. made you like, yes, I'm going to be a musician. Okay. And yes, I want to do this. So, um, Corey, I know you've gone through this before, but you're going to go through it again because okay. here we are in a new room and a new situation and a new band. So right. you got to get a little closer to that, though. Sorry. Gosh. Just go. Uh, hey, do this. My it. back hurts. It, it, you can pull it towards you. Yeah, look, it's look, it's it'll come to you. <clears throat> it'll come. Right. Oh, look at that. I wish I could see through the radio. This is hilarious. Yes. What was the question? <laughs> Coming up, when when you decide, okay, I am going to be a bass player. I am oh, going yeah. to do music. I want to do all this. What did you listen to growing up in your household? Were your parents into music? Uh, yes. Uh, I mean, wasn't a musical family per se, but both my parents had dabbled at points. But both were huge fans of music. And, what kind? Uh, you know, rock, country. You know, mostly rock. Good. Now, my dad liked stuff like Blues Traveler, Bare okay. Naked Ladies. My mom was into like Def Leppard, Shania Twain, and wait a minute, like, I need my brain to process that for a yeah, second. Yeah. Def Leppard, like Shania Twain, Mutt Lang, was yes, yes. She loved ACDC. I don't know, like all those classic. So rock sure. bands, me and my older brother, guitar yeah, Bob player, Rock, we <laughs> discovered my mom's VHS collection, all the Def Leppard VHS tapes. Nice. So I was like three years old, popped them in the VCR, looking for something new to watch, and. Yeah, well, look at this huge ass, this huge rock band in front of all these people just doing the thing. I thought it was the coolest thing ever. So I was like, okay, this, I might want to try doing that, you know. And not to prolong this, but I tried guitar at eight, and then drums at ten, then eventually got around to trying bass at eleven, and that was the one that, that, that that's that what clicked, clicked for you. Yeah. So who's your favorite bassist? Ooh, <laughs> Flea. Okay. Yeah. Go pig. Yeah. <laughs> Go pig. <laughs> it's one of the most choice. technical players out there. Oh, it's like, yeah. it's either Flea or, or Les Claypool. Well, I mean, <laughs> I, I love me some Claypool, but as far as He's functional quirky. listening, yes. you know, yes. I have to be in a certain uh, altered state to enjoy Primus. Most I think, of the I think time, he's, so. he's as technical. You're right, because he's as technical as as Flea is, but he quirks it. You know, oh, yeah. like he gets I, very I quirky he, and very he's, weird. Like He's more technical than Flea. You think? Oh, yeah. yeah. He, you know, with all his six strings, fretless. And his Tapping, <laughs> slapping, yeah, he d- he's more technically invasive. Than he Flea, just makes it weird. Flea's like, more functional yeah. in his proficiency. Well, classically trained, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, not till his later years, but right. not, not to nitpick. <laughs> no, it's, all, it's all good. I mean, I still remember back you know, when he was a kid and, and, and he was in a movie called uh, Suburbia. Oh, yeah. Uh, that Penelope Ferris did, and mm-hmm. he was he was Mike B the Flea back yep. then, and then all of a sudden the Chili Peppers burst onto the scene. I'm like, wait, that? Yeah. Oh, oh, okay, was, I see you. I was see you. Tony Flo in the Mysterious Men of Mischief? Yes, I believe. Yeah, was their initial initial name? name. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. All right, Cody, tell me a little bit about yourself. I mean, we know he came from St. Louis, but uh, yeah. your family growing up. Uh, yeah, yeah. So my, both my dad and my mom were musicians. My okay. mom's a bass player. My dad's a guitar player and he loved to sing a lot. So we too. got natural DNA yeah. going yeah. on here. I, I just grew up around it. I literally grew up around my dad's, you know, Gibson Explorer had a couple of acoustics. He was singing. He had a whole recording. It was really cool. It was like a stand, but like he had his mixer board, mm-hmm. like basically at chest level and had like everything for him to record. And he was wow. always doing that. I remember walking into his room, um, when I was just a little kid, I was probably up to his knee, but I remember like watching him singing, recording, you know, playing guitar, like writing songs and, uh, in his bedroom, you know, this, you know, it's 
it was cool. It was inspiring. So yeah. I've grown up around it. I've always known how to strum a guitar. I've known how to hold it, but I didn't actually start learning until I was probably about 13. Really? Yeah. Did, uh, you, did you teach yourself or did he I teach did. you? I taught myself. Wow. Yeah. I, t- I took one lesson with one guy and he tried to make me read music and mm-hmm. I did not want to do that. Yeah. He tried to make me <laughs> slow down and like learn things slower so I could get it technically right. And I just wanted, I knew the riff. Just to I knew how it went. I was like, I know how to do this. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I just, I stopped going to lessons. I, I learned uh, everything by ear. Wow. Um, I I do tabs a little bit here and there if if I really have an issue like trying to pick up something but I've always heard that developing your ears is the number one thing you want to do as a Absolutely. musician. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um so I did that and I did that for a lot of years and that's just where I'm, you know, my started my beginnings of who I am now. Wow, that's pretty awesome. Yeah, I grew up with like 80s. My dad was a big 80s fan. Uh so I grew up with, you know, Poison, Cinderella, mm-hmm. uh Van Halen, Ozzy, you know, all that stuff. And then of course I traveled back into the 70s with Aerosmith. Right. Hendrix in the 60s and The Who, Zeppelin. I grew up on all very all of heavy guitar-driven bands yeah, here. Yeah, I was I literally everything I listened to <laughs> everything I listened to had a guitar in it. But there was a year a year uh when I was a teenager where I did not listen to rock at all. And really? I listened what to were not, you doing? Listening to hip hop. I was listening to like old West coast stuff. I was okay. listening to things like gorillas. And, uh, so I grew up with that for about a year and I like, I would literally could not listen to rock cause I grew up with that. You my just entire break. life needed you- a break. So I took a year sabbatical from, from <laughs> listening to, you know, big, you know, big hair metal guitar stuff. And I focused on that for a bit and I loved it, but that's what helped me fall into in love with grooves. Okay. Um, cause if you listen back to eighties hair metal stuff, there's not a whole lot of no. groove there. It's all guitar mm-hmm. and solos, but it made me appreciate rhythm sections a lot more. Sure. Um, so I think that was, I think it was worth it. You, you realize what you were missing. <clears throat> yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, and then you, you, for that, that helped me transition into liking bands like, uh, like seven dust. They were mm-hmm. originally too heavy for me when I was uh, younger, but as I got older and I got, matured my musical taste i fell in love with the way that they well, and you know they're, and they're one of those bands too that if you go back to their their self-titled debut album that was there was a very shredding album too it was very yeah. very heavy yeah and as the years have gone by they have matured as musicians mm-hmm. and as writers and more of that groove has come in I'm, i mean i would elements. certainly hope that they would mature yeah. i mean that's the entire point of yeah. life is but that you can you... hear the growth too because they, they went from being yeah. this just ah to all of a sudden they're writing you know these these songs that have just got great great grooves gone through the all only them. band that can get away with doing the same thing over and over and over and over again is ACDC. ACDC. Yes. That's the only band. Only band. <laughs> if it's not broke, don't fix it. But it was like every ACDC song sounds the same. Yes, because that's, that's their formula. And that's that why it's awesome. Exactly. They're allowed to do that. Yeah. Exactly. I think the Rolling Stones were trying to be that way for a while too. But yeah, yeah. ACDC is the only band that has never changed anything except a couple of members. And that's it. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's about it. Uh, the only thing that's consi- or consistent with them is their music. Everything else just changes around them. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, and then I started uh, playing my first band at 16. I've been playing in bars ever since and uh you know i was definitely not allowed to play there they would like they would put a big giant big x's, giant on, x's on, on my hand yeah. and they literally told me to that my first gig they had literally told me to go sit in the corner until i could play and i was like all right cool man whatever as long as i'm playing the gig and there was like three people there including the sound man that's okay uh, but it was great stage and you're doing your thing oh, i had a blast it was so my, my amp was too loud i was feeding back everywhere yes. i didn't know what i was doing but it was it was the one of the best gigs ever because it, oh. it was like i'm finally doing it and, so. and and it's just stuck with you ever since, which is pretty fantastic. How yep. many bands do you suppose you've been in since then? Not a lot, honestly. I, yeah. I've always had long running bands. Uh, I am I'm a believer in and writing it out until it doesn't work anymore. It's like a marriage. 
Yeah. Well, you know, yeah. I mean, yeah. You, yeah. literally, because I mean, mm-hmm. you obviously know that from that that point of view, literally, that, yeah. that what it's like. And then, you know, you've got to have, as you said, finding the right people, having that chemistry mm-hmm. and learning that, OK, you're not always going to agree. You're going to fight and go mm-hmm. to your corners and cool down. Mm-hmm. Just say F you and walk out and be done. <laughs> that happens a lot. Look at Oasis. But, you know, yeah, uh, when you jam with <laughs> when you jam with people or, you know, whatever, you usually have a pretty good impression of yeah. what it's going to be like within the first five or ten minutes. Yeah. Um, so I've I've been lucky enough to not have to jump from band to band. I've I've been in long running consistent bands that have put out music and um and yeah it just helped help me understand how everything works right yep. right and plus if he said he was leaving I, I think I would look at him and say where are we going <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that ring remember it's indented you cannot get away yeah I can't get away from it it doesn't matter it's rock around the region with Samantha Knight everything that rocks C ninety seven five.
Rock around the region on Z97.5 from Jamestown, Kentucky. That is Gravel Switch. Should have known is the name of that tune. On Friday night, the band got to play to a huge crowd at the Kentucky Bike Rally. Little Sturgis, I believe, is what people call it. But it looks like it was a great lineup uh, with some amazing bands. Gravel Switch getting to be a part of that. Your next opportunity to see them will be coming up on the 22nd. They will be at Beaver Dam. Check out details at Facebook.com slash Gravel Switch Band. As we know, the warehouse is shutting down in just a handful of weeks. So they're trying to cram in as many shows as possible between now and then, including a two-night metal festival. Friday, July 29th, and Saturday, July 30th. Back-to-back nights that you got to be there for. So let me tell you the lineup. For Friday, you're talking about Of Serpents, Modern Primate, Autumn Lies Buried, Awaken, Sheer, uh, Creek Devil, and Can't Relate. And then on Saturday, Guerrilla Warfare, Existing in Exile, Nero Vatra, Brave New World, Mediator, Hidden Sixes, uh, and Reptilian, as well as some others. So two back-to-back nights, amazing shows that are happening. Get all of the details at Facebook.com slash The Warehouse Rocks. Now, Rock Around the Region started because of The Warehouse, and this was one of the first bands that I ever saw there. So since they're going to be a part of that two-night festival, it's one of the first bands I ever saw, one of the bands that helped inspire Rock Around the Region. We're going to do a throwback track from Awaken. It's one of my favorites, one of their early tunes. It's Note to Self, Rock Around the Region on Z97.5.
Rock Around the Region with Samantha Knight. Everything that rocks. Z97.5. Z97.5 Modern Primates and Amethyst. They are part of that two-day metal fest happening at the warehouse the 29th and 30th. That is a Friday and Saturday of Serpents, Modern Primate, Autumn Lies Buried, Awaken, uh, Guerrilla Warfare, Brave New World, Hidden Sixes, and more. Check out all of the details. You're getting down to the last few weeks that we were actually going to get to enjoy shows at the warehouse. So check out the details. Facebook.com slash The Warehouse Rocks. Just a couple of songs left for you, including some of our friends from up in Edmond, Kentucky. Just celebrated a uh, trip around Europe along with the release of a live album and who they're on the road with now. And a band that is calling it Quits. They just made their way on to Rock Around the Region. It's kind of a bummer. But we'll get you all filled in on that coming up when Rock Around the Region returns on Z97.5. It's Rock Around the Region with Samantha Knight. Everything that rocks. Z97.5. 
On Z97.5 from Edmond, Kentucky. That is Blackstone Cherry. Their new tune called Ringing in My Head. Now, the band just got to wrap up a tour of Europe and they released a live album live from the Royal Albert Hall, y'all. Royal Albert Hall is a legendary venue and Blackstone Cherry got to play there and record the whole thing. It is available now. They are also hitting the road with Daughtry. That is their latest. Daughtry's out on that dearly beloved tour and Blackstone Cherry opening up. So we'll keep an eye out for some dates on all of that.
A big thank you to Lydia's Castle for being my guest tonight. We will get more with them next week. It just gets more interesting from here. I promise you that. So do not miss out next week's show with Lydia's Castle. Uh, of course, thank you to you for tuning in and checking out the program. As always, questions, comments, concerns, requests, bands that I need to know, please hit me up. You can find me on Facebook, Samantha Knight Radio on Facebook, or you can email me. It is Samantha at z 975com Wrapping things up tonight with kind of a sad story because it was just a few weeks back that this band found their way onto the program. A bunch of guys that have been jamming on and off together since 1989. And now they have decided to retire. Talking about the band Insane. In fact, they just did a video for this song that I'm about to play for you. And then on the 30th of June, they posted a statement on their Facebook page that said, It is with a heavy heart that we have announced that Insane Insane has decided to retire. Maybe one day in the future, with all of the stars aligned, we can get back together. We want to thank everyone for all of the support over the years. Remain insane. This is Confession. Wrap it up. Rock around the region on Z97.5. We'll see you next time.
Remember.